<laughs> Good morning, everyone. <laughs> Power Life TV broadcast, Power Life TV channel. We are restoring families with Pastor Brian and Pastor Tasha. Here to give you another great broadcast. It is Wednesday, Wednesday, Hump Day. I love when you say that. Well, you like it when I say Wednesday. I, I, I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know if I got that from a movie or something. Yeah. I've yep. been saying that for a long time. Yep, but today is my favorite day. Amen. Preaching yeah. day. All right, now Amen. we got a fresh word. Yep, yep, yep. Um, this is the day that the Lord has made. We, we will, will rejoice, rejoice and be glad in it. So I pray you're enjoying your time of fasting and prayer and confessions. Uh, remember, we're confessing kingdom scriptures. We're, mm. we're, we're tapping into the kingdom of God. Uh, we have a wonderful assignment to teach on the kingdom, and I, and I'm thoroughly enjoying uh, learning about the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. You know, the Bible don't just say read uh, to show yourself approved; it says study, study to show yourself, study approved. to show yourself approved. So I love to study the Word of God and get revelation. Uh, and this thing that we're talking about now, kingdom families, is what we what god is showing us and something what you said great word <laughs> something you said yesterday that just really has me just meditating on it you said there shouldn't just be miracles that we expect in our bodies mm. and it shouldn't just be miracles that we expect in our finances we should also expect miracles in our relationships absolutely you know god can change a situation in a day i mm -hmm. mean in a moment mm -hmm. and so you know good. what he needs is for his people to trust him for it and yeah. you know i know when i say that you might have that rational thought oh well you know uh, why do I have to trust him for it? Can't he just do it? Mm -mm. Well, if he just did it, would mm. you know it was him? Mm. That's so good. If yeah. you never trusted him for it, would you know it was him when mm -hmm. it happened? Mm. Or would you talk yourself out of it even after, yeah. you know, having, you know, a, 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 a insufficient mm. level of faith? Mm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Well, I hope it happens. Well, mm. you hope, mm. you know. Hope is an insufficient level of faith that says, well, I wish something would happen, but you don't mm. have the true faith in God wow. that it will happen. The true trust. Now, remember, faith is a word that could be interchanged with the word trust. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so if you don't have that trust that he'll do the supernatural, how will you know it's him? Yeah, that's so good. So good. And, you know, every every miracle has to be faith defined. Absolutely. So trust and faith are synonymous, mm -hmm. you know, and faith is not just about believing. Faith is also about acting. Mm -hmm. And I don't act on anything that I don't trust. Right. You know, and faith you know, is not just trust. It is yeah. a supernatural force, but that's a whole nother. Yeah. Subject. Yeah. We, we can, I, now if you want to talk about faith, we can do faith. But the, uh, I just love the fact that we have to uh, do the work of God. Jesus says, as long as there's daytime, I must work because there's a time coming when no man will work. And so we are doing the work of God. This is the, the miracle um, uh, miracle mandate that we have, teaching on the kingdom of God and allowing people to get hope and faith that their marriage and that their relationships can be restored. Oh, that's so good. And so uh, we've been dealing with the the subject of the foundation. And, yes. and we've been talking about the family and that, if there's no um, covenant, there's no 
society. Right. If, if there's no covenant, then there's no, you know, statewide things. If there's no covenant, then there's no nation. Right. And the, and the, the, the takeaway, you know, from everything we've been teaching is that, uh, there needs to be a healing in the foundation. Yeah, so good. Uh, uh, fathers are foundational, mm-hmm. and and you know all of the brokenness that we're seeing in the moral quality of our government and of our people. Because you know, government mm-hmm. laws are just a reflection of the desires of the people. Government mm-hmm. means to rule for the people to rule, yeah, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. So a, a lot of mm. the moral things that we're seeing here in this democratic nation is the, is the, is a response to uh, the, the moral deterioration of this nation, which could all be traced back to the foundation. Mm-hmm. What does the Bible say? If the foundations, foundations be, be destroyed, destroyed, what can, what can the, the righteous do? What can the righteous do? Mm-hmm. So, we have some uh, some scriptures. Our our focus scripture comes from Hebrew. I mean Hebrews. Wow, it might, you'll be maybe. teaching on that soon. I <laughs> maybe Word I'm prophesying. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Proverbs four one through five says, "Hear, my children, the instruction of a father." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we should take time to mention the definition of a father. I think we're going to get to it later on in this study. Yeah. But father means source. Mm. Okay. We we have uh, put that down to just meaning male component of the family, mm-hmm. but father means source. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here then, here my children, the instruction of a source mm-hmm. of a foundational mm-hmm. piece. Mm-hmm. That's good. And give attention to no understanding, for I give you good doctrine. Mm-hmm. Do not forsake my law, for I was my father's when I was my father's son, tender and the only one in the sight of my mother. He also taught me and said to me, "Let your heart retain mm-hmm. my words, keep mm-hmm. my commandments, and live." So good. Get wisdom. Mm-hmm. Get understanding. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Of my mouth. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I want to I want to go back to uh, the instruction of a father. Mm. So we said um, that it is the father's assignment and the father's job to instruct the children. Mm. Um, you know, nothing against uh the mothers and the women teaching. Well, I uh, hope not. Nothing against it, because <laughs> I mean, if we didn't have uh, the the women teaching, we wouldn't have some some places wouldn't even have schools, you know. True. Um, but God's design is that the man hear from God, the male man hear from God, and then he instructs his children. He mm. leads his children, mm-hmm. and so we have to take our men back to the foundation. We have mm. to get us back to the place of. Hearing God, first of all, repentance, going mm-hmm. back to the top, hearing from God, because the statistics that we've looked at for the past couple of days have been mind blowing. And uh, in Timothy, Paul says we have many instructors, but not many fathers. Mm-hmm. And so let's get back into that. Let's let's look at some of the things about the father. And in, that, in, in particular, I want to kind of touch on that thing about trust today, because um, I've been dealing with. Uh, on Wednesday nights, teaching on the tithe, mm-hmm. and uh, and why did God give that tree in the garden? You know, we are we always wonder why would He put that tree in that garden if 
He knew all of this was going to happen. Mm. Well, God wanted us to know that we must be disciplined as, right. as mankind and human beings. But let's look at some more of these things about the father. Okay. So it's so we were looking at what makes a good father. Mm-hmm. And the last thing we left off saying is that one of the things, one of the components of a good father is that he must have a proper love of self, mm-hmm. not an inflated love of self where his ego is just so off the charts that it's hard Mm -hmm. to relate to him on any level or he can see nothing beyond or higher than himself Mm -hmm. that would not make a good father but at the same time you don't want him to fall to a state of uh being so uh um having a low self-image or a low self-worth so in the scope of what we were talking about because he has a proper love of self what does a good father do? He does not rule his household from a sense of insecurity mm. or prove that he is powerful by putting down those who are around him. That's good. Yeah. I think that's a good you know, mm-hmm. thing to look at when you think about what makes a good father. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to put one down in order to lift one, lift one up. Yeah. 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 Uh, this thought pattern causes men to act irrationally really Mm -hmm. with their wives and children the man is distinctly called to be the blesser Mm. the blesser yeah what does the father do for the household he is called to be the blesser Mm -hmm. and not the cursor Mm -hmm. so what does that mean uh he's the blesser what does that mean in practical terms well a good man sacrifices to his own hurt in order to bless his household. Now say that say it one more time. A good man sacrifices to his his own hurt in order to bless uh-huh. his entire household. Yeah. A man's responsibility makes everything in his dominion thrive and a good man has a greenhouse effect mm-hmm. on everything around him. Mm-hmm. In other words, if you were to take one plant and leave it out, leave it out to the elements mm-hmm. with no coverage, no protection, no one guarding it, no one keeping it, it would be less likely to thrive than mm-hmm. the one you put in the greenhouse mm-hmm. that had all the water you gave it, mm-hmm. that had all the nutrients and all the blessings that you poured into it, mm-hmm. all the fertilizer, all the special attention, and had a greenhouse or some some protection Mm. covering it. You see, a good man has a greenhouse effect on his family. You know, it's so good. You talked about a, a good man would bless his household. He's a blesser. Now, many times mm-hmm. what what we think of when we say, well, I'm going to bless my household, that means I'm going to go to work. I'm going to bring home the bacon, you know, and I'm going to give it to mama to fry it up in the pan, you know, <laughs> and, and, and then when I want to do what I want to do, well, I've earned the right. I've earned the right mm-hmm. because I blessed my household. Well, you've missed it. You, right. The blessing is not so much you providing material, mm-hmm. and and thank God for hard work. And we're not taking that away from a man. I I thank God for a man that will get out there and work hard. Mm-hmm. I thank God for a man that will get out there and 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 provide for his household. Mm-hmm. You know, but 
you cannot say I'm blessing my family just because I provide material goods if you provide no presence. Right. So what we're talking about is the good man, mm -hmm. the good father, mm -hmm. and the selfless deeds of the good father. Mm -hmm. And so really the good father is called to a life of sacrifice and not self-gratification. Yeah. Uh, it's very hard for a selfish man to mm -hmm. be a good man mm -hmm. at the same time. Mm -hmm. And what I was trying to do is just differentiate between what the blessing is you oh, know yes you know no, a lot i'm of in agreement people look at the material <laughs> yeah. and they go well i'm blessing you no right no that's not yeah, it yeah yeah i don't wanna i don't wanna give you my 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 money but right. i give you my presence right in other words i'm gonna bless my household yes i've been working all day long but i'm gonna sacrifice my own feelings and if my wife wants to talk to me i'll talk you know, right. if my children wants to go outside and play ball, we'll go outside and play ball. If my daughter wants to have a heart to heart with her dad, she can have that heart to heart. Right. You, you see should what I'm saying? not be the man coming and going yeah. in, into that household yeah. who has no words to deposit into that exactly. household, exactly. no heart to deposit. It's not enough for you to deposit your money into the bank and say, okay, go pay the bills mm -hmm. and feel as if that's enough. enough yeah. Now, you know, we, we live in the 21st century. We know that mm -hmm. life can be very demanding. Yeah. So when your family is important, you have to make them a priority. Yeah. And I mean, that's something that could be very difficult depending on, you know, what the position of the father is. But, you know, if you want to put your family first, put God that first. first. He it. will that's show you how to put your family first. That's the key. Come on. And uh, so since he is called, since a good man is called to a life of self-sacrifice and not self-gratification, he is the foundation, mm, not the root. That's so good. That's so good. Not the root. So when you think of foundation, you think of uh, the, the the grassroots or the, the starting level. What does God mm -hmm. start with? Mm -hmm. He starts with the foundation. He, he starts, starts yes. He starts with the man. And so God is is looking to put all of himself in 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 mankind. And and then we're to go and do what we see the father do that's right we're, we're to go and say what we hear the father say mm -hmm. you know and and his life should be an example his life should be an example and we have we have a tremendous responsibility as men now it's not enough for us to just father children mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or make babies we have a responsibility well let me just say like it's not enough to just uh and i don't want to be graphic here but it's not enough just to be a sperm donor we have to father our children we have to train our children mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and and god wants a man to become disciplined right you know in in the raising of of his household you know i i go back to and like i said earlier i go back to this word we talked about yesterday discipline mm -hmm. why do we appreciate certain people because of their discipline mm. they don't they don't allow their flesh to tell them oh yeah what to do you know right. when it's two o'clock in the morning and they have to go do something you know they'll just go do it because of the discipline mm -hmm. if it's uh something to take care of in the, in the household they'll do it because of the discipline mm -hmm. well why is it uh okay for us to be disciplined in sports but not be disciplined in our relationships right. with our wives and our children right and it's you know and I, I think probably when you talk about discipline you probably want to talk about love mm -hmm. uh love drives yeah. discipline come on come uh on. That's you good. know you look at a person who 
put so many hours into uh, practicing their that craft and perfecting their craft. Well, what, what, what drives them? What makes them get up? You know, uh, no matter how you slice it, it is love. That's, that's driving. That's mm-hmm. a driving force. Mm-hmm. Some, for some people, it is the love of the game mm-hmm. that makes them do what they do. For mm-hmm. some people, it's the love of their family. Mm-hmm. You know, we were talking about uh, about uh, Serena Williams and Venus Williams and their and their father, right? And how that's he so was a driving force. Mm-hmm. They love their father. Mm-hmm. They love their mother. They love their family. So they perfected their craft. Yeah. Yeah. Even when it wasn't convenient, mm-hmm. it brought about a discipline. That's so good. Now yeah. I don't particularly like waking up at three forty-five <laughs> in the morning. Why not? Even though somebody else does. <laughs> but the love I yeah. have for you compels me to open my eyes, even though I want to sleep. That's so good. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> you know that word love. John three sixteen says, "For God so loved the world." Mm-hmm. that he gave his only begotten son. I want to talk about that for just a minute because, you know, and I said this earlier, why did we, why did God put that tree in the, in the midst of the garden? He didn't put that tree in the midst of the garden because he hated man. Right. He put that tree in the midst of the garden because he wanted to teach man correction and discipline. That's right. He loved man. He loved man. And any child that does not, uh, well, any child that's not corrected or any child that doesn't have any discipline mm-hmm. is a child unloved. Mm. Yeah. It's a child unloved. And, you know, I want to look at a scripture here. Um, it talks about in Proverbs 22 and 5 and 6, he said, Thorns and snares are in the uh, way of the perverse. He who guards his soul will be far from them. Train up a child in the way that they should go. And when they're old, they won't depart from it. Now, that in the message Bible says this, the perverse travel a dangerous road, pothole and mud slick. If you know what's good for you, stay clear of it. Mm. So there's a way that seems right to a man. Right. <laughs> but the end thereof is destruction. Mm-mm-mm. And if you're disciplined and you, you experience the love of the father, well, when that father tells you don't go that way, right? you're, you're wise enough to know not to go that way. Right. I, I recently had a, situation where a child asked me why and i was like yeah why are you asking me why i gave a directive just do it (laughs) you know yeah and uh you know it was it you know it was was just you know kind of funny you know no big deal but but it's 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 really true Mm -hmm. you know what you're saying yeah we have that we have to learn to just trust the father and the father establishes that level of trust with his family where his words mean something well it goes back to what you said a greenhouse effect. Mm-hmm. I believe that's creating a level of trust in the household. Mm-hmm. That that father loves his family enough to correct. That father right. loves his family enough to direct. Right. That father loves his family enough to to say, "This is the way. Go this way, and right. don't don't walk any other I, way." I can trust your directives. Right. I can trust what you say because I know you. You're mm-hmm. the father. You that's know? right. That's right. Absolutely. And so uh, it goes on to say, point your kids in the right direction. And when they're old, they won't be lost. Mm-hmm. So if I point you in the right direction, mm-hmm. I'm doing it because don't go this way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> don't go that way. That that way will lead to destruction. So I'm going to point you in the right direction so that when they get older, they'll always remember, dad pointed me this way. Mm-hmm. 
even though we may get turned around by life, we may get mm. turned around by circumstances, we may get turned around by the devil. We always remember the instruction of a father. Yeah, that's so good. So, uh, you know, it's really good as as fathers to have a proper love of self. Mm -hmm. That's right. To 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 love ourselves to the point that where we can sacrifice. Mm hmm and give right and you know and, and to know that it's a proper way mm. when you have a proper love of self then it's easy to not fall into dysfunctional behavior patterns mm -hmm. you know uh, a lot of the patterns that you see that are you know this controlling mean kind mm -hmm. of you know pattern that kind of thing comes out of a sense of insecurity so, which so also good. could be traced back to a low self-worth mm -hmm. you know low self-esteem and mm -hmm. so when you see yourself the way god sees you in the image and the likeness of god mm -hmm. then you you don't have to you know do something grand mm -hmm. to get attention mm -hmm. your life is an is an attention getter that's it that's it yeah you know god wants to make you an attraction right that's so good yeah yeah uh can i can i add one more thing sure. about um this discipline this, this thought on discipline mm -hmm. um correction mm. correction may also be where you have to use a rod of correction now i don't want to ostracize our audience here there are some people who do not believe in corporal yeah punishment. yeah and i and i and i'm not telling you to go and do this i'm just right. saying make sure that there is a level of correction in the household mm -hmm. right. make sure that they know that you love them right and i'm sure that there are some parents who don't know how to utilize mm -hmm. uh corporal punishment and so they abuse yeah uh what and we're not what, talking about that yeah, what God has designed for our use is to me. There was a great connection between the behind and the brain. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I was gonna say something about that. Yeah, <laughs> I believe there is a proper way to discipline your children. Yeah. I don't believe that corporal punishment should be the first thing you do. Mm -hmm. But I also believe that when it comes to correcting children, you want to do it while they're young. Mm -hmm. That's um, right. That's right. You should not still have to you know, dispense this type of punishment on your teenage children. Mm -hmm. uh, by the time they're a teenager, you should have established certain boundaries mm -hmm. and be able to correct on a different level. Now go back to what's something you just said. Because mm -hmm. I'm thinking about something and you said, do it at an early age. Do it at an early Establish age. Establish boundaries at a young age. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't establish the boundaries at the beginning, at mm -hmm. the foundation, right, then it's very hard to train Mm -hmm. An adult. I've heard uh, children say, especially when they when they are in their teenage years, they say, "I don't know why my parents are being so strict on yeah, me now." Come on, because when I was young, they allowed me to do anything I wanted, wanted to. Come on, and it does bring about about a sense of confusion. Mm -hmm. You know, when mm -hmm. you're trying to instruct your teenager who mm -hmm. might be doing what's wrong, yeah. if you've allowed them to just do anything that came into their thought pattern as a young child, then they're mm. going to think that they should still continue on as in the way they were going. They were in the yeah, past. Yeah. So it's very important that you establish boundaries. You establish your authority as a parent, even mm -hmm. when your children are young. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, at some point, your children may pass you up in height and weight. And, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and so at that point, you would hope that you've established respect. Mm -hmm. 
That's so good. Well, our final scripture, I, I didn't realize our time was going by so fast, but our final scripture is Proverbs 13 and 24 in the New Living Translation. And it says, those who spare the rod of discipline hate their children. So if you don't do it early, if you don't allow your children to have this sense of boundary, mm -hmm. have have this time of correction, if you don't do it early, mm -hmm. you hate your children. But but here's the thing, and I will say this, because some people are hearing this for the first time, mm -hmm. and they didn't know any better, or Come they on. weren't, yeah. it was this, you know, how to properly correct your children, how to talk to them, mm -hmm. you know, when you're administering correction and how to follow through, what do you do when you're correcting your children? If they have not been taught these things, it'll be, you know, kind of hard to hear what yeah. we have to say right now. And I just want you to know that if you have, you know, if you're in a position where you didn't have the opportunity to mm. discipline at a young age, mm -hmm, you mm -hmm, know, mm -hmm. now they're, they're grown, you know, they might be teenagers or they yeah. might be grown. Pray that the Lord catch a mid-flight. That's right. Come on. Pray that yeah. they fall up under God's authority. Mm -hmm. That authority is going to far outweigh anything you can do as mm -hmm. a parent. And yep. I think as parents, it is our job to pray for our children. Mm -hmm. Believe God for miracles in the lives of That's your children. Yeah. He can do it, you know. And here's the, the thing. He just needs one of us to believe. That's right. You know, and, and what I was going to say in that uh, God saved us. God saved us. God called us mid-flight, <laughs> you know. So there is hope, you know, because because you know maybe you know maybe you're a parent, you know, and you just did the best you could, you know. Maybe it, your parents did yeah, the best they could. Yeah. With you. I mean, yeah. Or if you if you would have known better, you would have done better. Mm -hmm. But you yeah. still have the Holy Ghost. You still have miracle power. You still have the impossible that can happen in your life. Pray for your children. Mm -hmm. Call them in. Hallelujah. Yeah. I know. I know that God saved me when mm -hmm. I was far from him, you know, right. and so he will, he, he's the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. Yes. If he can save you, he can save your children. That's right. And, that, and all of this is going back to the father and the foundation. Mm -hmm. You know, we need good fathers in the household to work with the mothers mm -hmm. to train up their children. That's true. You know, the father can't be the one that lets the children do whatever they want to do. And then the mother is the yeah, disciplinary. That's a whole, that's other a whole story. That, that, that's tomorrow's that, lesson. That's, <laughs> no, I, I think we're no, not no, going to no, actually no, get I'm, to I'm, that. I'm but, just being um, funny. But the mom and dad, they do have to be on the same page. Amen. And it's so important that when you date, you date for discovery. You make sure that you and, and your soon to be husband or would be husband have the same thoughts and the same ideas about these kind of things. Otherwise you might find yourself in a position of uh, having to battle your whole household. Yeah. Come on, come on. Well, I pray you enjoyed this today. I know you did because uh, some things came out and we're already getting good reports about how this particular series is uh, blessing households and blessing relationships. You know, uh, there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. That's right. And, uh, you know, we have to receive uh, the good meat, the good food mm -hmm. of uh, the good bread of this gospel mm -hmm. and allow it to nourish our souls. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, this is not a point of condemnation. It's a point of elevation. elevation. And everything in this word is not for your condemnation. It's for your elevation. And so you can rise to the level of the word. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just as we often say, 
growth hurts. Mm. Mm. Growth often hurts. If you yeah. remember when you were a teenager and yeah. you were growing into your full grown body, it mm -hmm. hurt. Your yeah. bones hurt. Your yeah. muscles hurt. Yeah. And, you know, as you grow up into the things of God, the, mm. you will probably experience some growing pains, but just ask God to, you know, the healer mm -hmm. to touch you mm -hmm. in those moments That's where right. the word, oh, I don't know if I like that. Mm -hmm. That kind of hurts my soul. Mm -hmm. It hurts my mind, will, and emotions. Well, ask God to heal them. That's right. Well, I heard something the other day called the danger of perfection. And uh, I want to say this mm. to you. Um, you know, God is looking for progress, not perfection. That's so true. Progression, not perfection. And so uh, don't don't beat yourself up. If, if there's some things that you say, you know, my kids are just out of hand or me as a father, I, I didn't do everything right. Or me as a husband, I didn't do everything right. Just get before the Lord. Repent and go and, and just allow the Lord to begin to use you That's and right. train you up. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. We want to give you an opportunity to sow. Listen, we always... Uh, thank you. We thank you for partnering with us to take this gospel all over the world. Uh, this is kingdom business. And when you're looking to get the word out, God will look for ways to get the money in. Amen. Yesterday we had a good word. Somebody said that money will be no object for this church. And so if you're partnered with us, you have that same anointing on your life. God is about to bless you financially uh, beyond your wildest dreams. Amen. And so we want to uh, release our faith over you yes. and speak a word. The Lord bless you and keep you. The, the Lord, Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The, the Lord, Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. We declare shalom and blessings over your life. And we declare that Jesus is Lord and he's upholding all things by the word of his power. Be blessed. We love you. We'll see you next time.